she consumed her ba- her, her baby's placenta. And then everybody was like, well, because, you know, when I was doing my research, she was speaking to a group of women. Queen Bay. Real rap, it feels bad. So now when we're dealing with a doula, when we're dealing with the power of the sister. Yeah. Disclosure. The Snatched Podcast is profane, politically incorrect, political insensitive, anti-organized religion, and is not safe for children or safe for work. Please listen responsibly. You're about to get snatched. You're listening to the Snatched Podcast. You're listening to the Snatched Podcast. Warning, if you listen to this, you're feeling so good. We are the Crumb Snatcher. Get snatched. Snatched. Peace, 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 peace. Join me. Peace. All right, family. I'll show Queen Bay. Rock with God. Peace. Islam. Islam. Namaste. Namaste. Rahu Bat. Onichiwa. Peace. Arigato. Green Rising. Ashe. Peace. Asalaamu Alaikum. Alaikum. Namaste. Namaste. Whatever the greeting is in your respective language, I am your brother Crumb, and this is all things female. Um, as usual, having technical difficulty, but um, I give you my word, I'm staying in positive spirits. Trying to, at least. Okay, so um, I'm going to wait for my sister to get back online because I, I have a special guest who I want to bring back on the line. My apologies. Please share this video Regardless of what happens, I'm not going to delete it. So please share this video. Um, but with that said, um, I want to bring on my sister, Crystal Alkaline Dula. Uh, and forgive me, we deleted the last video, but I want to just kind of refresh you on what she was saying. When your baby is born, your baby's going to have something covering it. Oh, there, there she is. There she is. There she is. Okay, bring your sister back on. Bringing my sister back on. Conversations with my sister. The melanated woman is God. Salute to our people. Our women. There she is. Okay, sis, my apologies. Technical difficulties. Okay. It's okay. I'm assuming that, you know, the government doesn't like this conversation. (laughs) This is a conflict of interest to the powers that be. Um, Now... You said something powerful that I had never heard of prior to our last live. Uh, now, you said you don't want to use the word vaccination. You yeah. want to use the word... Well, 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 actually, I'm sorry. Just to introduce a family who has not, who, who's just tuning in, I got my sister Crystal Alkaline Dula on the line. Sis, if you could tell the family just one more time, bear with me. Could you tell the family how to get in contact with you and who you are? Okay, I am Crystal the Alkaline Dula. <laughs> I'm an advocate for holistic health, home birth, and just the overall health of the woman, the black woman, and the black people, the melanated people. I'm sorry. So um, you can get in contact with me by messaging me. Um, I also have a website where I do sell herbal teas that nourish the womb, infertility, fibroids, all these issues that seem to be affecting melanated women majorly. Um, it's going to be www.thegoddesscollection.com, omitting one S in goddess. So it would be spelled with just one X. Okay, so um, 
before we were rudely interrupted, you were talking about Vernix and um, it's V-E-R-N-I-X, also known uh, as a very waxy or cheese-like substance found coating the skin of a newborn human baby. Um, also produced uh, by uh, dedicated cells and is thought to have some protective roles during fetal development uh, in the first few hours of birth. You said when a baby is born, the doctor cleans it off. Now, when we, we the reason I did like I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I was listening to y'all like scrubs. It just manhandles the poor child. But well, go ahead. <laughs> they're, they're scrubbing this off, and, and the reason I did the quote-unquote thing with my fingers is because we clean off things that are dirty. Now, what they're actually doing is cleaning off the verdicts, which is important to the baby. And you said in the last uh, live that. Um, this is a coating that will uh, eventually be absorbed by the skin because the skin is the largest organ in the body. Um, and this was a reason why we should not uh, have our babies being born in a hospital because these doctors are uh, taking away this protective coating. Um, the other thing we were saying was the baby should not be born in a hospital because the lights are bright and the baby needs to be in a welcoming environment could you repeat yourself my apologies could you repeat yourself don't be sorry it's okay i promise but um so the environment and not only that like god okay the lights within itself when i i did extensive research on lights in general and the light bulbs that they're now coming out with called energy efficient are causing cancer lupus and all kind of skin diseases so we're not even aware of that point that light bulbs in your house are damaging, especially the ones in the kitchen, the little long ones. So the ones in the hospital are detrimental to your child and you. And so you've been sitting under that light in the cold. And then as soon as your baby is welcome into this world from out of you, it's under that detrimental UV light. That's ultraviolet rays. But it's unnatural. It isn't ultraviolet rays from the sun. It's ultraviolet rays that they've concocted. So... It's very, very damaging. And then I also found out that it disrupts the melanin production. So it's warfare from from the moment your baby comes out. From the moment you enter the hospital, period, in general. It's just warfare. So So, uh, what should the room be like when a woman is giving birth? Dark, dim. If you have a light on, let it be a little lamp. Let it be the crack from the bathroom door, the light, the little light that's shining. We don't want to shock the baby. It is coming from complete darkness. You as a human adult, if someone came into your room in the middle of the night and flashed on a light, you'd be like, whoa, what's going on? So we have to understand this is just a baby. This is just a child. This is their first time coming into this world. We can't shock them. It has to be an easy flow. It has to transition, you know, from darkness to dimness. That's all. So it's important we need music, music, music for the soul, music for the health, music. Music was our healing, the African drums, just that soft beat, that soft classical, that smoothness where you're dancing and the baby can feel that great, beautiful emotion, the symphony. That is so important. That's important. That's very important. <laughs> now, in addition to you blowing my mind with the vernix, you blew my mind when you said welcoming the baby with, with with a soft music. I had never heard that from anyone ever before. And I've done a lot of research and no one was like, hey, you know, you should probably have some nice music uh, playing, you know, to set the tone or the yeah. ambiance for the baby. It's calming, you know? You know how soft music makes us feel? It's very calming. We don't want it to be too quiet. 
right, 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 right. And you know, we we're not going to get that uh, in in a hospital, generally speaking. Um, the other thing you were saying is um, this music or this calming environment is going to have an effect on the mother as well. Could you go into that for me? Definitely, birthing. I mean, that's something major. That mother has to be emotionally intact. She has to feel comfortable. She has to feel at ease because the baby thus can sense everything as well. So we have to be very careful of the way we feel. That baby is a part of you. It is attached to you and it feels everything that you feel. And if at any moment you begin to stress, the baby's not going to come. It's going to feel like, oh, we have to stay in here to have an emergency going on. Maybe I need to not just come yet. So you have to be very, very careful of your emotional state and the hospital's they don't make that easy for you. They want to make it seem like there's a hundred complications. There's people everywhere. You hear people outside of your door. It's not a peaceful state. It's not a place to welcome a child, a baby. It's just, it's not an environment. Not at all. Not at all. And I, I do hear, I'm sorry, I hear a lot of women say, well, oh, they're starting to change it now. They're making it where you can have a, a, um, a home water birth. Let me tell you. Everything is a business. And when they see that we're beginning to rediscover ourselves, of course they're going to begin to implement things that will try to get us to give them business. But they won't let you keep the placenta, which is essential. You are not supposed to cut the umbilical cord off. That placenta and umbilical cord is to stay attached until it falls off naturally. And then they'll try to convince you that, oh, we'll cut it after it stops pulsating. No. Do not sever, I'm sorry because I get so upset. Do not sever the umbilical cord at any cost. I don't care once it's finished pulsating, two, three days, no. It falls off naturally because that is what nature intended. Oh, okay, so who cuts the animal's umbilical cord from everything? Vegetarians in the wild, right? <laughs> Chopping off umbilical cords, no, but they're treating us like animals. They're treating us like savages. That is, that's what's called a lotus birth. And it's simple. A lot of them are like, how can I prepare for a lotus birth? There's nothing to it. You push the placenta out, you and the baby stay like this for three to six days. My daughters fell off in three days. You put a little lavender, a little sea salt to mask the smell, and that's, that's all it is to it. It's a beautiful thing. And then some women consume it, some return it to the earth. Totally your choice. Right. So, <laughs> within doing my research for this, uh, I saw a naturalist or a herbalist who said uh, she consumed her, her her baby's placenta. And then everybody was like, well, because, you know, when I was doing my research, she was speaking to a group of women and the women looked at her like she was barbaric and savage. She was right. like, well, you eat meat, won't you? Especially <laughs> you women who eat meat. Right. You won't eat your baby's placenta. But right. you'll eat a hot dog? That's true. And, you know, the placenta is full of life. It's full of stem cells. Go ahead, go ahead. No, it's packed with minerals because that's what that's where the minerals and vitamins are stored for the baby. So we have tested. The thing is, when we don't know the answer, look to your sisters. Look to what they're doing because they always say, "Well, what research do you have?" Well, I have my own group. I have about sixty-five other women. Just like you, melanated like you, with a womb like you, that can sit here and say, okay, well, when my baby wasn't feeling well, I gave them a piece of the placenta and it went away. Or when I had postpartum depression, I ate some of my placenta and I was gone. So we need to stop looking for research that, because what are they learning from? We always questioning each other, but when you go in that doctor's office, you don't say, okay, well, where are your facts? 
I want to see some sources. I want to see where you learn this from. I want to see some test studies. I want to see what's going on. You don't say that to them because they wear their white coat to play with your mind, thinking that it's purity. That's only a color scheme. You have to pay attention to everything they try to manipulate you with. Oh, I ran into all of that. They, they play with colors. They're very, very intelligent and manipulating you at your own free will. So they come in there with their pure white coat, but then pay attention when you die, they put that white coat on you. <laughs> that white sheet, should I say, to let you know they took a hand and murdered you. <laughs> it runs really deep, it does. That's deep. That's powerful. Okay. Um. So, you know, you and I had spoken on the phone on the on phone before we actually did this, and um, I was talking about um, alkaline because a part of your name is Crystal Alkaline Doula, and you were talking about a way a woman should eat uh, during the gestation process to prepare her for a smooth birth, uh, 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 bringing the baby in, into the world, uh, and, and 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 um now. I want to give you a shameless plug. I was looking at your page, and I'm about to go to your page right now. When I was looking at your page, I saw, um, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. A lot of people are messaging. I, I got to look at this real quick. You had a herbal tea. Now, you, family, why should you rock with the sister? Why should you go to her website? Because she's selling herbs. Come she's selling herbs. What you talking about? She's selling tea. <laughs> She's selling the tea, family. I need you to follow me on this. I'm going somewhere. So one of the teas that you're selling, sister, is called Iron Explosion. Why did you even start selling this one type of tea? Because you got a lot in there. I saw you got a lot. But one of the, the teas that you're selling is called Iron Explosion. What made you even come up with that, that concoction of herbs? Because when you lack iron, you lack, you lack everything else everything else. If you don't have a su sufficient amount of iron, you don't have a su sufficient amount of anything. And everybody's anemic because the doctors are pushing this fake iron that goes into the system and does nothing but makes you constipated because it isn't even real whatsoever. Iron is magnetic. So when you put iron into the blood, you pull everything else into the blood as well. And nothing, no virus on this earth, do some independent research, can survive in a magnetic field. None, nothing. You won't get sick with iron. There's no complication with iron. You won't have a painful childbirth with iron. They make childbirth this agonizing thing when it just does not have to be. And I'm telling you, I'm living this proof. I drank enough iron. I had a great diet. I pushed harmony out. Two pushes. I didn't really even push. The head was there. I kind of nudged it. Another little, ugh. And she was here. And no pain. Uncomfortable, yes. Because it would be, right? But painful, no. The agonizing pain that you go through in the hospital is because you can't even feel your contractions. You feel with an epidural. You don't know when to push. They're telling you when to push. That's a mess. That's a mess. You know, so iron, you, everybody lacks iron, seems to be. You need minerals. You need iron. It is very important. The body will not function correctly without the right amount of iron, period. Now, um, within my research, I found out that iron is the most magnetic metal known to man. Because when we're talking about minerals, we're talking about metals that can pass through the digestive system of a plant. And, um, you know, studying Dr. Sebi and some of the other uh, master teachers, uh, Leela, Dr. Leela Africa as well, what they would say is that um, uh, until the mineral, until this metal, Okay, because they'd be like, um, heavy metals. What is a heavy metal? A heavy metal is a metal that cannot pass through the digestive system of a plant. If it can t pass through the digestive system of a plant, it is then considered to be a mineral. So once we can break it down to that 
uh, small bit or whatever you call it, then um, our body will assimilate with it. Assimilate meaning, you know, these pieces will fit together. Um, so now when we eat these foods uh, that, that uh, with, with the iron in our body, now the iron is pulling the, uh, the copper, the iron's pulling the gold, the iron's pulling the B12, the iron's pulling everything else into the body. So without that iron, these other things that we're eating flow through the body. Now, um, I don't, you know, I want to talk about vitamins on my side. The reason why when you take vitamins, you pee them out because they don't assimilate with the body. So with that said, I want to talk about prenatal pills because a lot of our sisters aren't taking vitamins, but they'll pop a goddamn prenatal pill in a heartbeat. Can you, can, can you talk about it? It isn't doing anything. Prenatal pills is a, a waste of, I guess, swallowing and money, should I say? And then it doesn't even give you a proper form of nutrition. I mean, and then they all, I have yet to find a prenatal fake pill, and that's how I say it, that actually is pure enough to, I mean, it's always some sneaky something. Gelatin or soy or vitamin K, what? And then they don't even come from forms that the body can absorb. I mean, that's lab formula. That, is, that isn't true herbs. That isn't true mineral. That, that's, it's garbage. It's garbage. So what I did when I was pregnant with Harmony, and I'm also pregnant now, you need minerals. What has minerals? Herbs, not prenatal pills. That's junk. Herbs. I do carry a prenatal tea as well. You need stinging nettle. Stinging nettle would be the so-called vitamin of herbs. It has almost every single trace mineral that the body needs while pregnant. Red raspberry. I don't care if you're pregnant or not. If you're not drinking at least two quarts of red raspberry tea a day, especially for women. Now, it does work for men, children alike, but women... It tones that uterus, nourishes that wound, that uterus. You talking about miscarriages? That's because the cervix isn't strong enough to. Now we have a lot of you know reasons for miscarriage, but and ideally the cervix isn't strong enough. It isn't toned enough to hold that baby. Red raspberry tea seals it together. It prevents miscarriages, cleans the blood, prepares the body for pregnancy, as well as nourishes you and the baby. Minerals are important. We need mineral people, not these fake swallow down vitamins that do not help. Even red raspberries, thing and nettle, they're going to help with morning sickness. And then what you're eating is very important. You can't be slaughtering chicken menstrual cycle, which is eggs and dead caucuses and, and freaking fried food and Cheetos and pickles and think that you're going to nourish yourself in that baby. Because if you went outside and you tried to give that to a plant, you would murder it. The baby is trying to grow. It is a living in it. It is a. It is something that is trying to survive. And you take a hand in murdering it when you eat things that murder you. So you have to be very careful. I mean, we gotta go so far as to not just being vegan because a lot of vegans are not really doing it the right way. We're talking about vegans that eat a lot of chemical-filled foods fake meat and things like that, that's not healthy for the baby either. We're talking about alkaline foods. Alkaline food is what the baby needs because this is the original food. That's all that is. Hybrid foods are what's made in the lab. We're talking about corn. that doesn't have a bit of nutrition. We're talking about spinach. And every single hybrid they make, they always come with a list of benefits that go with it. 
Oh, Finish has this much. Of course, because they need to advertise it, right? If I made something in a lab and I made a purse, I need to tell you how good it is and why you should buy it. So people are like, oh no, spinach has all these benefits. No, not not at all. Spinach is actually going to block calcium from absorbing into your body. So you're going to be eating all your spinach salads with your corn in it and your little potatoes. And you're going to think that you're being a healthy vegan, but it holds no substance. And it's not doing anything to your body, but actually taking away. So when I say alkaline vegan, research Dr. Sadie. That's where you should start and eat strictly from that list and nothing more. You have to, you have to find the strength to love yourself enough, to love that child enough to know that we have to start changing things again. You know, seriously. That's right. Um, if I could add value to that, um, you were saying that corn and potatoes, they block absorption. So now, like, you know, because, uh, you know, within the first side, you said iron uh, improves absorption. It's, it's, it's going to be pulling things into the body. body. Uh, in retrospect, the, or, 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 or on the other hand, rather, corn and foods, you know, and these heavy starches, newsflash family, I'm talking to the family now, all, all the people watching. Corn is not a vegetable. <laughs> and these starches are blocking a nutrition absorption. And you were telling me about people who smoke weed and why their lips are black. Because weed block oxygen and absorption. And not in that sense. Because we have a lot of people like cannabis. Don't get me wrong. Cannabis within its natural form is amazing. That and hops are the only two in that family of plants. I mean, those two are one of the most healing plants you could ever find. But once we begin to smoke something, that's where the problem lies. First of all, you're putting smoke into the lungs. What happens when you cough, the smoke, that's your lungs rejecting the smoke. That isn't because the weed is fire. That's a natural reaction that your body's having like, Okay, we don't, you know, what's going on? We got a, is there a fire going on? Do we need to, you know, smoke in the lungs? It's, it's not, it's not meant to go there. So what the weed actually does, especially the weed the government is issuing, it's not like y'all even smoking real cannabis. Because I would say, hey, maybe you could smoke, a, you know, a blunt here and there if it was true medicine, but it's not. The stuff that the government's pushing right now is making our men sterile. It kills sperm. It kills the the oxygen to the bloodstream. I mean, now, right now, it's just Lego. If you want to get high, there's teas that can get you high. You can get you some hop tea and you'll feel super high. You can mix it with some lavender and y'all will be swaying in here. You know, get you some real cannabis, make some tea, and you can get high y'all fast. So, I mean, there's different ways to feel good, but that's, that's not, no. <laughs> if I could go back to the doula aspect, now, I know the doctor, he's going to be there to coach you through it. He's going to tell you some, you know, whatever things. What is a doula's role? What are they doing during pregnancy? I, I, I'm sorry, excuse me, the, the, uh, the uh, birth process. Okay, well, first of all, your doctor doesn't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, but as much as he may seem to care, you are just another patient. And it's just money. So with your doula, she loves you. Like, she better. Like, if you choose the correct doula, she's in love with the whole part. I know I am. I'm obsessed. I'm absolutely 
I love a pregnant woman. I know what it's like for her to have a baby inside of her. I know that a pregnant woman is the most sacred thing on this world besides just a general woman. Because not only is she a woman, she is a woman that is bringing life from somewhere else. She's the only one on this planet that can bring life from one world into the next. The only one, her job is so sacred. So it's amazing. So your doula is your sister, your best friend. Like she's gonna massage you. She's gonna love you. She's gonna dance with you. Every time you have that contraction, she's gonna hold you. She's gonna fill you with so much love. I know I don't play. I'll be all in the sister. we be all close together. Cause it's like, I want her to know I love her. I want her to know that I am so proud of you. I admire you. I honor you. I worship you for doing this this way, especially in a time where we're all deemed to seem nuts for wanting to, you know, do it this way. Our parents are against us because they're old fashioned. Um, everyone around us is like, you're going to kill your baby. What if the umbilical cord is wrapped around his head? Unwrap it. That's all. I just wanted to throw that tip out. If the baby comes out with the umbilical cord around the neck, just unwrap it. It's no big deal. Okay, that's been a lie. It's just no big deal. Um, so that doula is that comfort. She's that support. She's that. She's that everything. You know, I make sure I'm that everything as a doula. I'm not lying. So, and I think all of us, if we take on that role of being a doula, we love it. We 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 admire the sisters and we do everything together until that baby comes. I will stay with you. I'll be having to urinate. And I'm like, I'm not going to the bathroom. <laughs> I have to wait till this sister has this baby. It's important that I love her and that I show her that I love her because that baby can feel it too. So we want her to be stress-free. We want her to do just, oh, just have the baby, you know? And I wanted to add value to that because I know a lot of our people have lost the concept of sisterhood and they believe oh. that a man should be telling a woman how to have a baby. Uh, in my previous live that uh, I had some technical difficulty with, I want to apologize to the family once more. Um, America's favorite OBGYN is Bill the Pill uh, Huxtable. Uh, 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 and, 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 and most of the people, uh, gender-wise, in the field of, of, of obstetrics and gynecology are men. And the womb is a sacred place. It's, it's the temple of God, and we're letting... For, forgive me, forgive me, not we. Our sisters are letting them molest them, so to speak, where he's going to put his fingers in, in you? Can, can, can you talk about that portion? I, I think when you wake up and you realize what we let them do to us, you're absolutely disgusted. We open our legs on a table for any man, because we don't know him. We just open our legs because we trust that he knows best. He knows better than us. He knows your vagina, but you don't because he read a couple of books, but it's on your body. It's a part of you. So he spreads all the legs, inserts, what is that thing, that metal thing that he screws to give us a pap smear, sticks the cotton applicator up there. Nah, we can't, we can't do this anymore. This is, like you said, a form of molestation. It's perverted, it's disgusting, and it's unnecessary. Because, I mean, I went, when I was pregnant with Harmony, just as with this child, I do go to the doctor to establish maternity so I can have it on paper that this is, I was pregnant, you know, this is my child, but I refuse everything. We refuse, you refuse ultrasound. Let's talk about ultrasounds real quickly and then I'm gonna get back to that. We're talking about ultrasounds that heat up the body tissue. When you heat up the body tissue, you mutate the cells. Ultrasounds have been leaked to 
speech deficiency, autism, retardation. You cannot put that type of frequency on a baby and think that it's gonna be okay, but they make you feel afraid. Oh, you don't wanna hear the baby's heartbeat? Okay, well, how did my ancestors hear the baby's heartbeat? Maybe she knew the baby was alive because the baby was inside of her and she was so in tune that she can feel that baby, that she can understand that it. As of now, I'm 10 weeks. And the baby literally tells me, I want this for breakfast, I want this for lunch, and you better not touch nothing else because I'm not happy. I can sense that and I hear her. And if you think that's madness, you have no idea what you're capable of as a woman. And then even ultrasound, you don't want to see, you know, they have to hype everything up. You don't want to know the gender of your baby? Okay, well, how come a baby could be growing inside of you and you can't feel the type of energy that it's producing? It's either going to be feminine or masculine. Kelly, you don't need an ultrasound for that. If someone came up to you and you're in tune with yourself, you can read their energy. But the baby inside you, you can't? Nah, that, that, we're backwards right now. So back to the doctor molesting us with latex gloves. Then he does it while you're pregnant. He pushes down on the belly, sticks his fingers in her. Oh, you're this many weeks. And, and then they always wrong. They're always wrong. I remember with my 13 year old, because I was 16 when I had it, because I want y'all to know that I'm human and I used to eat crap and I used to have a horrible life. So I don't want y'all to think like, she's from Bel Air, I went to this school. No, as you can see, all my tattoos, all that was my previous life. I don't advocate for them now because they're not right. So I was 16 and I'm going to the doctor and he's like, oh, okay, so your baby's due on this day because you conceived on this day. And I was like, uh, I was a virgin on this day? I'm not really sure how that's possible. So they're always wrong. I mean, <laughs> they don't know anything. They're just going based off with some foolish person taught them to teach us. But you know, I mean, with the... Uh, by the time I had harmony, I knew the gender. I knew she was well, she would tell me. I knew everything was right, I was eating right, I was filled with minerals. She came in three hours, there was no pain, it was just beautiful. So, you don't listen to them, you listen to you and you listen to that baby. So. If, if I could add this as an advocate for not only our women, but all women, you know, and some people call me a feminist, which I'm not, but, we will, and I've been, I was guilty of this as well. We'll tell a woman in a heartbeat she's crazy. Uh, yeah, you just this PMS. That's just menopause. That's just whatever. That's just, you know, but she's so in tune. Like, um, my sister, I gave my sister a hard time when she was pregnant. My sister did one of these. We were driving. Do you know, I almost pushed this girl out in the car. <laughs> like, don't be doing all that in my car. But, um, there was a smell that came into the car and the baby it, 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 and it didn't agree with the baby. So the baby let, the, let my sister know, hey, you know, this is something that you're around that, is, that isn't good for my well-being. So this is a, now that I'm older and more wiser and mature, I, I understand how sensitive and uh, how much communication is going on during this period that if our women are out of tune with it, it's because she's been convinced she's crazy. Uh, well, you know, I have a craving for this. You don't have no craving. You just want to be sedity or whatever like this, you know. And 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 it's almost taboo for her to say what she's sensing. You know, I feel like it's going to be a boy. Uh, well, you know, what do you know? 
you know, the, you know, did you go to the doctor? Did the doctor tell you? You know, um, what evidence do you have? Well, it's just something in me. You know, I can feel this thing in me. Or, or, um, you know, let's take it to conception. I think I'm pregnant. You not pregnant. You know, it, you know, it, but it's there's a life inside of this woman. But she's been challenged from the moment she got pregnant to while she was carrying the baby to when she even delivered that baby. All throughout the whole process, you know, she's she's been taught to stay out of tune. She's been questioned at every point of intuition, of every point of clairvoyance, at at at, at every point where her uh, her uh, baby was communicating with her. That baby ain't communicating with you. You just whatever in. You know, you tweaking right now. Um, so you know, when you even say that, I can't help but to feel a little bit embarrassed because I've noticed where you know, you know, because my sister. You know, I want to apologize on camera in front of everybody to my sister, to my to my kid's mother, to any woman who 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 I wasn't sensitive uh, enough to, you know, especially during this time in her life where she was going through something and I wasn't the support that I needed to be. And, um, you know, I know as a man, I'm not as in tune as our women are, you know, because I know when when I was a kid and I fell, I scraped my knee. My daddy was like. Boy, if you don't get up. But my mama, she would kiss it. Now, keep in mind, there was no medicinal uh, 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 ingredients in her kiss. But real rap, when she kissed it, it felt better. Yeah. How did a kiss make a wound feel? I'm sorry, a, a, a boo-boo feel better. Well, it was something that a woman brings to the table. Something magical. Something, something esoteric. Something... You know, something out of this world that she brings to the table that when that baby has a boo-boo and she kiss it, real rap, it feels better. So now when we're dealing with a doula, when we're dealing with the power of the sisterhood, it's something that a sister is going to bring to the table when her sister is having a child that is going to be beneficial that a man that Bill the Pill Cosby cannot replicate within his um, masculine energy. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to add value from a man's perspective that, uh, yeah, our women have something that a man does not have um, with all due respect. And as a man, I was always, well, not always, I've often been guilty of um, not respecting and being conscious of that, um, both for just women in general, but specifically for that pregnant woman, uh, uh, moreover, for uh, what our doulas bring to the table. Um, if I could go back, because I'm harping on your name again, uh, it, it's it's uh, Alkaline Doula. Um, it, in terms of the food we're eating, no, no, matter of fact, matter of fact I'm sorry for flip-flopping, I want to... I want to focus a little bit more on the birthing process. So now, um, what gave you the courage to where you was like, you know what, I'm just going to go and have a baby at home? Because it can be a scary thing. What pushed you over the edge? Well, I knew that I had to be fearless. I just knew it. I just knew that there was something in me that just gained a pop. The baby helped too. The baby inside of me gave me courage. She let me know that I could do this. I am so in tune with her and all my pregnancies that she helped me. She made me understand that if animals could go in the wild and have their baby, I could do it because I was more special than that animal. I was more powerful than that animal. <laughs> they make pregnancy a complication. But if I walk out my front door and get in the car, I can get in an accident. So let's stop making pregnancy in general a complication 
when, okay, maybe they can be complicated, but I promise you, if that diet, and I won't even say diet, if that lifestyle of eating is right, and that baby and your body is packed with minerals and vitamins, there are no complications. It's just birth. Stop making it a complicated thing. Stop making it something that always has to go wrong because it does not have to. It does not have to. You can find the courage to do it. You can do it. You have the power. I think that we don't understand who we are as women. And that's what makes us feel. The world is against us. The doctors are against us. We don't even have a strong kind of mate beside us. We've lost the sisterhood. Um, It's just become a mess. We're so competitive now. We don't love each other like we used to. Black women in the street just mad at each other. We booted up with an angry black woman, but why? Because you're eating things that feed, that make your hormones unbalanced. So if your hormones are not balanced, you're gonna be angry. You're gonna be mad at everything. Those hormones are very important. That's the sole reason some women, some women can't get pregnant. Some, you know, we have this fake menopausal thing. That's just her hormones that are out of whack. Because when you do things like, when you wear heels and they take you off the proper structure of where you're supposed to be, that messes with the spine. Anytime you mess with the spine, the uterus cannot stay intact. If you have a prolapsed uterus, a uterus that's flip-flopping all over the place, how can you successfully hold a baby? And then we have to go into everything else. We have to go into the hair dye. You know, like I was saying to you earlier, they just take the I and replace it with a Y to mentally manipulate you. You are dying from hair dye. Right. It not only kills the hair, it kills the womb. So we have to be very cautious of the things that they say make us pretty, but you look all good, but you can't have a baby. That is a problem. Your sole purpose is to procreate. You're supposed to leave 700, you know, parts of you behind when you go away. So you're, you're wearing makeup. It's chemical field. A lot of women are like, okay, what if I get vegan makeup? That's fine. But we still have to pay attention to the chemicals. And trust me, I know your royalty. I have no problem with you making yourself pretty. I know who you are. You're a queen. I mean, you're a goddess. You are above all. If you want to decorate yourself, there are ways to do it besides hurting yourself. My daughter asked me when we go to the beach, why are you on the beach with, with all your jewelry on and your earrings? Because I'm a goddess. <laughs> and I wanna go in the water with it on and I wanna do everything with it on. That's why, because I know who I am. But in return, if I knew that it was damaging me, you know, that's their perception of pretty. You don't have to wear makeup to be pretty. When you look at your face and you understand that whatever's on there is beautiful, then you, you're pretty. I mean, period. You have to understand even the very lotion that you're putting on is damaging. You feel them packed with harmful chemicals, the odor. They make that especially to kill women, the breast cancer. We have to understand that's a direct contact with the lymph nodes. Your lymph nodes are not going to be draining efficiently with chemicals packed on it right there. I mean, we are damaging ourselves beyond repair. Perfume. Even if, first of all, your pheromones always attract, attract the man. If you mask your pheromones, he doesn't fall in love with you. He falls in love with Chanel. And the moment you're old enough and you don't want to wear Chanel anymore, he doesn't love you because he's never had a whoop of who you are. He doesn't even smell you. Perfume was not even designed for you. Those were designed for hover beings that when they got wet, they begin to smell kind of like a dog. So then they created perfume for that person. When the woman understands that she can be beautiful, unshaven, 
without makeup on because hair is very important. We neglect that aspect too. The hair in your nose runs all the way down to your lungs, to your ovaries. A man has hair surrounding his sperm. A woman has hair surrounding her egg. You shave that hair and it says, okay, well, maybe they were mistaken. Let's go back longer and thicker so they, you know, so we can build a tougher barrier. And then you shave it again. It's like, okay, maybe something else went wrong. So let me come back even stronger and longer and thicker. And we keep shaving it. But the body is giving us a sign because it keeps regrowing. It's letting you know that that is your barrier. You talking about women who shave their vagina and try to have a baby? Do you understand that that hair protects and catches the infection before it hits the inside of that vagina? Hair here. Hair here protects the eyes before something gets in it. Hair in the nose protects the nostrils before something. Over here. Why have women been placed into this position to where men can be hairy and have air but when you look at a woman it's disgusting it is war on us it is war because when you shave that hair you are shaving a part of your protection be free and the men will follow they're gonna love us but it takes you to be comfortable with you first and then they're gonna love you know we have to understand that self-love is everything we have to stop damping ourselves i will go everywhere and i got hair over here and guess what that's what it is i know the importance of it i know the importance of it we must go back to what we know we have to we have to we really do <laughs> i'm sorry I'm not, I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. i just want to repeat what you said because i heard it before i just never put it into those terms the hair in your nose protects you so when you breathe in something, it's the first line of defense. The hair on your uh, your uh, eyelashes, they protect you so nothing gets in your eye as a first line of defense. The hair on the, uh, the vagina is the first line of defense so nothing goes into the vagina. You, you, you blew my mind. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have the creator with everything else except for what they want us to go against. You know, I mean, do we think it was placed there accidentally? Do we think, and then look how they treat such, they do it on purpose. Basically, you can put it like this. They say, they don't tell you like, oh, shave the hair on your head, but they want you to do this area because that's a very important area. That is directly linked to the breast. So check this out. You not only shave off your protection, you thus put chemical field deodorant. Oh my God, you have just ruined it. You have set yourself up for breast cancer. You set yourself up for infertility. What are we doing? What are we doing? That is a protectant. You can look at a man and it doesn't gross you out, but you've been propagandic and you've been conditioned to believe that on a woman it's gross. No, that's because you're targeted, sister. That's because they know the power of that womb, sister. You have to go back to what you know is important. It's very, very important. Don't let none of those chemicals touch you. Know your work. That's another thing. You have to understand what your work. Vaseline. I just want to touch that real quickly. Stop putting Vaseline on that baby. They tell you what it is. Petroleum jelly. What else is petroleum? Gasoline. Vaseline is nothing more than a byproduct of gasoline. Stop. I mean, I, oh, Vaseline, yeah. And then it sounds like Vaseline, gasoline. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stop putting it on the baby. Stop putting it on your lips. And then I just want to touch real quickly. Please do not make the comment. Well, my grandmother lived till she was 170 and she used to use Vaseline and she did this and she did this. Let me tell you, 
sister, it is way worse than what your grandma had. She didn't have flaming hot Cheetos and pickles at the store. There was no candy lady serving back to the community. You couldn't go get nachos and all that other stuff. And see, it's hurtful because the candy lady is that lady. She's that old lady that we love, but she's killing us. She's killing our children. She's handsome and grown. That's all she is. And, it, and it's unfortunate. Your, your ancestors did not have vaccines. Your ancestors could not drive up and get a burger that with one bite could murder you. Your ancestors did not have meat filled with hormones and chemicals and, and all of this stuff. You're in a way worse position than they were. So I don't want to hear. And then they didn't even have meat at every meal. Your ancestors ate meat. Now your ancestors like the older generation. They ate meat sparingly. It wasn't, oh, fried chicken and barbecue tonight. No, we did not do that. And then... We have to understand that we become savages. We go murder these animals, not us in general, but when you take a part in eating it, you take a part in murdering it. And then you're gonna say, oh, this is a chicken breast. Think about that, you're eating a chicken's breast, you're eating a chicken's leg, you're eating pig intestine. Take one moment to think because when we used to eat it, we didn't think about it. I didn't think about it because this is what my mama gave me. I don't know, you know, that this is a chicken period, but when you stop and think, about what you're eating, we are savages. We have become so inhumane, it is disgusting. But they take a hand in that too. Oh yeah, we want you to eat these selected animals and we're gonna propagand you to think these, if you if you slurry and eat these, it's inhumane. But if you eat these, it's okay. So don't eat the dog and the cat, although they have problems that do. <laughs> but eat the chicken and the pig, cause we say so. This is what they do. They tell you, we don't go think it's okay to run down a zebra and eat it, you would think it was disgusting. If we ran down a giraffe and ate it, you would think it was disgusting. But if we did a cow, pig, or a chicken, it's okay. Why? Because they have mentally manipulated you. And when you eat those things while you're pregnant, you are murdering yourself, you are murdering the baby, you are setting yourself up for high blood pressure, all kind of complications, premature labor, uh, low blood pressure, no minerals, all these things that women suffer through while they're pregnant, this is linked to being not filled with minerals and not eating life. You can't eat life trying to bring life. This is not going to happen. You're going to have barely complications when you eat dead foods, and that's just going to be the way that it is. And I'm sorry because I'd be rambling. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I think we actually hit an hour. Um, let me just double check real quick. Uh, 50 minutes um i wanted to see if uh i can give you another plug so in terms of, and 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 i believe it took to be a beautiful segue in terms of eating um you know we have to eat to live and a lot of that is going to come from the herbs the herbs are for the healing of the nations now um in terms of herbs you sell a tea how can the people get your tea www.thegoddesscollection.com omitting one S when I was creating the website I didn't realize that I had put one S after goddess and they wouldn't let me change it so you have to omit one S but I mean you can always feel free to message me you know if you forget the link or even if you have any questions um, I am also trying to prepare a little ebook that eventually will become a book about home birth how to prepare for pregnancy, what to eat during pregnancy, um, my natural birth experience, and after the birth, the things that you should do, things you can use. Because I'll just say this real quickly, everything has a cure. Everything, ha I mean, okay, the baby comes out with jaw, let's put it in the sun, okay? It's okay, 
You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. They make things, they make it scary. If you're bleeding too much, you can take shepherd's purse. It's okay. You're gonna be okay. You don't have to run to the doctor because they can't even cure you. They're gonna give you a quick fix that's gonna damage something else. But with herbs, you're gonna be healed without any side effects. So you want, there is a cure for everything. If the baby comes out and it's not breathing, you can use cayenne pepper to, to put it through. I mean, it's there's something for everything. So do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Some things will happen. Some things will go on. But you can prepare and it will be fine. And then if it's an emergency, go to the emergency room. <laughs> and, you know, one of the reasons why I brought you on is because a sister reached out to me after I did my video on menstruation. And she said, Crumb, I'm trying to have a baby and I need your help. I was like, oh, really? Because anytime a woman has ever said she needed my help to have a baby from a men's mentality, I'm like, oh, I can help you. I'm like, but no, no, no. She wasn't asking me in terms of anything sexual. She was looking for guidance. She was looking for advice and she didn't know where to turn. And as a man, I felt so bad. And I said, you know, sis, with all due respect, this is not a conversation you should be having with me. It should be a conversation you should be having with a sister. So for all, everybody who rock with Crumb, everybody who follow Crumb, everybody who stalks Crumb, if you want some solid advice and guidance in terms of something, well, well, to all the women, if you want some solid advice and guidance to all things female, with all due respect, you should not be coming to me. I'm a man. I, I know my place. And there's only so many ways I can help you have a baby. I love those ways. But, you know, being mature about this, I would give my endorsement to Crystal Alkaline Doula. If you want some, some, some advice on a diet, on, on, on your complications, on whatever's going on with, with, with your process or you want to prepare, reach out to my sister. Friend her on Facebook. You don't have any friend slots left, but follow her on Facebook. She has her own website. She's coming out with an ebook. And I want to say thank you so much because um, I do give reverence to, and, uh, to the proper divinity of our women. However, there are certain things that even crumb is not allowed. I know my place and I don't want to overstep that. And that's a portion of why I was so grateful to have you on the platform because um, I can't build a sisterhood. I can't be your sister. I'm a brother. I'm a father. I'm an uncle. But, you know, in terms of all things female, I brung on sisters because they understand their divinity. And I hope and pray that all of the family um, through this video understands the, the the true divinity of their women, of our women, and to be encouraged just a little bit. If I can encourage just one sister today to do her own research, to, to, to embrace her divinity, or to even question that doctor with his perverted ass, then I felt like this video really uh, 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 served its purpose. Uh, with that said, I want to say share this video, comment, inbox her don't inbox me family do not inbox me inbox her the one i'm pointing to inbox her <laughs> so with that sister i want to give you the floor to give whatever closing statements that you would like to give please in closing i just love y'all and we have to like we have to give back like we have the power you have the power 
to do anything, especially to carry that child that's inside you, to naturally birth it without any complications, to know yourself, to love yourself. We have to return. We are returning. That's the beautiful thing. And like, you're going to begin to, we're going to continue to finish with the herbs and do the home birth. And we're going to change the world one baby at a time. So I really love y'all. Stay encouraged. Know your worth and know that you are capable of any and everything. Anything. Anything. All things. Everything. I just love y'all so much. <laughs> and thank you, Kwame. I love you too. I appreciate you having me. I'm so honored. I follow you all the time. A lot of the sisters don't realize I follow y'all. I don't care if, if I remember one time my sister only had one person watching the video. It was me. I don't care how many I follow our sisters. I want to give a shout out to Eve White. I follow Eve. I want to give a shout out to um hold on, let me let me let me let me find one more sister. I I I I Nabbit is giving me a hard time. Anyway, I follow our sisters. Um I want to shout out my brother uh Robert Boyd the third. Um he is a good brother of mine, and I, I also did this for him because his lady is about to have uh 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 well, he is about to have a new addition to his family, and you know, I, I want to encourage my brothers too because I know they be looking for to me for advice, but again, you know, this is something that our women uh, sh should be taking the lead on. Um, last thing I want to say within closing, family, get your doula certification. Look into being a doula. Y'all got a fucking master's degree. <laughs> with self. What is it worth to gain the world and lose your very soul? Get in tune, family. I am your brother, Crumb. This is my sister, Crystal Alkaline Doula. We come to you in love and peace. Peace. This video is brought to you by The Wealth Building Cycle. I really wish I knew these five simple steps to building wealth when I was 20. By Dr. David E. Chapman, now on Amazon.co.uk. In peace. In peace. In peace. I am your brother, Crumb. In peace. We are the Trump Snatcher. Get snatched. Our content is conscious, edgy, and pro-black. Our goal is to uplift ampersand enlighten our people. Trigger warning. Some of you will disagree with the Trump Snatcher. We are not concerned with being politically correct. We are thought-provoking. Some of you are gonna think that we're angry. You are wrong. Yet you're gonna enjoy the ride. Join our antics in conscious thought and new reality. Get snatched. The views expressed on this podcast are not the views of Positive Vibes Inc., its staff, sponsors, or owners. I love you. We are the Crumb Snatcher.